Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, welcome to episode 139 of Martha Runs the World. Today, we are talking about the goods, the bads, and everything about social media and how it's affected running. It's a part of our lives. We can't deny it. Sure, you can say, I don't want it. I don't want to be a part of it and put it aside. But a lot of us can't or we won't. I shouldn't say we could. Okay, we could. But we're not going to. I'm not going to. I can't. You know, if I'm going to do a podcast, I cannot deny the fact that my podcast is a part of social media. It just is. There wouldn't be podcasts without it. (laughs) No one would be able to listen to it. No one would be able to comment on it. Nobody would be able to communicate with each other about podcasts if it wasn't for social media. I'm not averse to social media at all. I think that there are some behaviors that we have picked up that I don't necessarily are good. I think that we should maybe not do as runners that are very common in the world in general, but I don't think that we should continue doing as runners. And we'll get into all that fun stuff. And also tonight is Tales of the Trail. I'll talk about a 5k walk that I did today. And I'll also mention something that a listener sent in. Love it or hate it. Social media is a part of our lives. When you wake up in the morning, what do you do? You check your email, you check your Facebook, you check your Twitter, you check whatever you do, you check those things. I do anyway. I do for my personal stuff and I do also for my podcast because it, like I said, is kind of important. Back when I started running in the 80s, there wasn't anything like social media. It just didn't exist. We had phones, (laughs) we had letters, we had real life friends, we didn't have any kind of social media. I'm actually kind of relieved that we didn't back then because as a big time partier and drinker, I would have gotten into a lot more trouble had we had Facebook and stuff back then. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a good thing. It would have not been good. So I'm kind of relieved that it wasn't around. I probably wouldn't have had a whole lot of friends left. Well, I, you know, through drinking and stuff, I lost a bunch of friends, but I probably would have lost any friends that I had left if there had been that kind of thing around. But thankfully, there wasn't. It doesn't really have anything to do with running, but you know, you know how it is. And if you're older, you probably say, oh, thank goodness it wasn't there. I would have gotten into a whole lot of trouble if it had been. Running-wise, though, we we took pictures of ourselves, but we didn't, like, take the camera around and and film ourselves when we were running. And we didn't have, like, those heavy cameras to film ourselves as we were running. That's a totally new thing. That is completely new. There wasn't any kind of YouTube or anything like that. We might take pictures of ourselves after we run or when we get home or things like that, but it was it was really, really different. Very, very different thing back then. I got my first computer, my first 
PC in nineteen in the early nineteen nineties. I I would think I'd say about nineteen ninety three. They were expensive. They weren't cheap. I discovered a thing called news groups, and there was a running group, and I would go into the running group. It was basically road running, really. That's all I did back then. And you could find other other groups too. You could find one and get and just talk to people. It wasn't necessarily like chat, but it was like you would post a message and people would comment on the message and it would have these long threads about the subject subject that you were talking about. That was about as close as social interaction online that we got until MySpace came around. Remember MySpace? I kind of liked MySpace, but MySpace was pre-Facebook, pre-anything. Sure, it was clunky. But it was the biggest thing to hit us for a while. There was a lot wrong with it, but I kind of liked it. Okay. Then Friendster was around before MySpace. I didn't like Friendster at all, so I didn't really get into that too much. And that, that flickered out quickly. And MySpace was launched in 2004. So there was a big period where we didn't have anything but news groups for a long, long time. YouTube came out in 2005. YouTube was really small and unknown for a long time. We would watch some stuff on there, but it really wasn't. It was kind of fringy and not really that known. And Twitter came out in 2006, but nobody really used Twitter very much. It was quiet for a long time. Facebook started. Now, Facebook started at Harvard in 2004. You've all seen the movie what we know, but it took a long time to get going and it took over eventually when MySpace failed. And Instagram was late in all of this and that started in 2010. So you have all these, these platforms that started at various times and some of them took a while to get going and filled in when other older ones failed. It just gives you a little bit background of what we had to work with and what was around at the time. MySpace was fun because it gave us kind of a freedom to post pictures of the things we were doing. It wasn't, there wasn't any group involvement there. And, and of course they didn't have the censorship that Facebook has now, but it was, it was pretty fun. Well, in comes Facebook. And I remember when Facebook started, I didn't realize that it would become the powerhouse that it is now. I just didn't, think it would last. I really didn't. And it was kind of weird. It was it was a different kind of platform than MySpace or what I was used to. And we we all kind of transferred, we all kind of shifted to Facebook after a while. But it was it took a little bit getting used to because it wasn't anything that that it was it was different. And but we started using it. But we yeah we started using it anyway. And that was the end of that, or that was the beginning of that, I should say. So now we have Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, WeChat, WhatsApp, QQ, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Reddit, Snapchat, Pinterest, and a bunch of others that I can't even say here because there's just so much crap out there. (laughs) And yeah, it's all pretty much crap, isn't it? Those are the biggest, though, I think. I think there's a few others that are just in other countries that I don't even know about. So, yeah, there are some definite pluses and minuses with having such strong electronic social connections rather than having such strong real-life connections. 
We rely on them. Instead of writing a letter to someone around the world or making an expensive long-distance call or an email, boom, we can send a message to them instantly, which is kind of cool. I think that's a really good thing. We can post a bunch of pictures from our run and get attention, and I think that's a really good thing. We can upload a short video in a few minutes on YouTube or spend some time and create something really nice to post. And I'm still working on that because I am terrible at YouTube and it's a lot different posting videos than it is posting a podcast episode. <laughs> it's so different. Let me tell you, I'm still working on my video prowess. I don't have it yet. It's a great place to share what we've done because when we're proud of, of our running and we want people to be ha happy for us. And I think that's awesome. I just think that's great. Have a great run. Share it, please. Finally ran up that hill you've always had to walk up. Share it. Saw deer on the trail and got a picture of it. That's awesome. Looking good in a new running outfit. Share it. I love supporting my friends and their goals. I love supporting them even when they're not having a good day, when they're having a bad day, and they're disappointed. I love supporting them that them then too. That's what we runners do, isn't it? We support each other and we help each other out. Good times or bad times. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. It's all a part of it. It's all a part of the running experience. Where I have a problem with is when it becomes a replacement for real life. That's when I start drawing the line and I say, oh, this person, they're not really understanding what social media is for. Unfortunately, I see this more and more. A few listeners may not like what I have to say next, but I, it's been in my head for a long time, and I've been wanting to say this for a long time. So here goes. When you replace your own self-respect and love with, with the longing of approval from people on social media, that's when the problems start. Just because someone gives you a thumbs up doesn't mean they care a lick about you. They don't. This is the false thing. This is plastic. It's not real. It's illusionary. You have to care about yourself, and you need to have real-life friends who care about you. Because people giving you a thumbs up, that doesn't mean squat. It really doesn't. makes me very sad to think that there are a lot of people, and some very well-known people in that social media platform, who really think this, who really think that the, the amount of likes or, or thumbs up or follows they get actually means how many people care about them. Most of the time they're young and impressionable and insecure, but they can be older too. They can be older and insecure. 
Age has no bearing on one's insecurity. Trust me on that. The sign of real friends, real, real friends, I'm talking real-life friends, is who can you call at four in the morning who's going to race over to help you out of a difficult situation? Really, who in your life is going to help you when you call them at 4 a.m.? If it's maybe two or three people, you're a very lucky person. We all need like two or three people who are really close friends. And the rest may be friends, acquaintances, but two or three really close friends is all pretty much anyone can ask for. Everyone else is like, they're friends, but they may be, or they may be acquaintances, acquaintances, if I could say that word, acquaintances, or they're friends, but they're not that really close friend. We each need to have at least one of those. If you have two or three, gold, that's gold. I really hate this term, and I try not to use it, but I'm going to use it here. There's a new term, influencer, and the term influencer only came about through social media. So really, influencers, these these are the people who, they think they're very popular, they think people really like them because of all their popularity on social media, but no, people don't care about them. They just give them pluses because maybe they like something, their picture that they did, or video that they did, but they don't care about them as people. They don't know them, and the illusion that they're cared about is what's really sad. And we have those in running, too. We have a few of those in running. We have people who are trying to be those in running, and it's the people who are trying to be those in running that make me the saddest. Just because someone takes a lot of pictures of themselves and trying to make them look attractive or hot or, oh, look at me, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that people actually really like you. If you want to be, if you really want to be noticed in that way, if you really want to be an influencer, what the heck are you doing in running? (laughs) Running is not a top category. The top four categories in YouTube are comedy, music, entertainment slash pop culture, and how-tos. So if you really want to get a top video in YouTube, get out of running and do one of those four. You're wasting your time. (laughs) You really are. It's really sad to me that people are looking for some kind of a replacement for real friendship, real bonding with, with people. And you can tell those people because you'll be in a running group. As runners, we know Facebook has, has groups. See, I love people posting pictures of their runs. I I think that's great. They post a, a picture of their runs and maybe of the scenery of the run, maybe of a deer, and maybe the route that they took. But it isn't like posting them uh, that they're a Playboy model, or they're this great model, and it's the same pose, and they're trying to look all sexy, and they're trying to say, look at me, look at me. And it's like five shots of the same thing, or five shots of them in the same pose. It, and then, and they do this day after day after day after day after day, and every run is the same five pictures. It's like, okay, we get it. You're trying to seek attention. Those are the kind of people I have problems with. (laughs) And it happens a lot. It happens all the time. A sign for help can be if you're posing not just like a few pictures, but 20 pictures every day, and they're all the same pose. 
you keep posing of the same drama in your life when it comes to running. Oh my God, you didn't finish your training today. Oh my God, you didn't finish in the top three of your race. Oh my God, it's raining outside. Oh my God, my shoes have a tear in them. Oh my God, I've got 20 pairs of shoes and I don't know what to wear. Oh my God. It's like, okay, we get it. You want attention. Enough. And there are people like that in running too. And it doesn't matter if it's road or trail. They're in both. Trust me. They are in both. Okay. And and then there's the other side of things. There are people who are just looking for people of the opposite sex to pay attention to them. Well, you know, if you're just looking for someone like that, just go to Tinder for God's sakes and leave the rest of us alone. <laughs> Seriously, no one wants a bunch of hookups in a group. If you want that, there are plenty of single running groups you can go to, and that's just fine behavior. Go there and leave everyone else alone because it's annoying. <laughs> I I just, yeah, you know, it's it just tiring. Yeah, you, you might be good looking. Yeah, yawn. So is 20 billion, not billion, but 20,000 other people who are out there running just like you. So you ain't that special. Just remember that that never replaces real friends and the real need for friendship. We all need friends. We all need people we can rely on as friends, and we all need to have real friends in our lives. But back to the positive. That's the negative. Back to the positive. I love some aspects of social media. I love the fact that I can keep in touch with my real life friends and my running friends can message me right away. They can get to me immediately. I posted a short video today. Like I said, I'm not very good at it, but I'm trying. I'm getting better. I got immediate responses. I kind of like that. That's a cool thing about social media. And that's a cool thing about the fact that we can be in touch with our friends right away. And it doesn't take two weeks to send a letter out and two weeks to get a, then a week to get a letter back. <laughs> it's immediate. And that is a really, really good thing. And I really do love seeing the pictures of my friends' runs. I love seeing what they're doing and the progress that they're making. I have some very, very amazing running friends. Very great, amazing running friends, I should say. I love seeing their routes. I love seeing the challenges that they're doing. Some of my friends are doing incredible challenges. And that is great as far as I'm concerned. And most of us post pictures just for fun and not trying to gain attention. But if you think you might be doing that, just ask yourself, why am I posting these pictures? And if your answer is to get attention, then think twice about posting them. Maybe you're trying to just get attention and you shouldn't be. Maybe you should focus more on gaining a little bit more self-esteem. Hey, we're all a work in progress. We really are. <laughs> all right. That's enough on that subject, and stay tuned for Tales of the Trail.
Okay, this week in Tales of the Trail, wanted to talk a little bit about Michael Verstag, who won the Cocodona 250 in May. He is attempting a fastest known time of the Colorado Trail as we speak. His first couple days were a little bit challenging, maybe a little tougher than he thought, but he is out there. I haven't heard anything for for a couple days, but hopefully he's doing it and rocking it. So I hope all is well, and we'll probably hear some more of that and talk about it next week. So go, Michael, go. And my own little race report here. I walked 5K today, the Truckers for Truckers Appreciation Week, and the Rob Nadeau Memorial Virtual Race. There was a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, and 50K distances. And we all did this to support our friend Rob, who just passed away, and all the proceeds and everything will go towards the Truckers Fund to help out uh, truckers. And it's it's a good cause and a really good – I mean, they are amazing people, and they just do such incredible hard work. And without them, we wouldn't have any of the things that, that we need. So I – really, really respect them greatly. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it today because my hip hurts so much. I haven't walked three miles in a long time. Most I can do is maybe a half because it hurts that much. And what was funny is that Friday, it didn't hurt that bad. Friday, I said, okay, if if it was today, I could do three miles easy, <laughs> but it wasn't. And then yesterday, it was I was in a little bit of pain. So I gave it some rest. And then today it was a lot of pain. So I said, Oh, geez, why does it have to hurt today? Why couldn't it feel good? Like it did Saturday, but it didn't, it doesn't listen to me ever. So I went out anyway. You know, I, I thought about using some of the CBD gel, but that doesn't really do anything anymore. It used to, when I first started getting, when I first started hurting, it helped out a lot, but it hasn't done anything for a long time. So I said, nah, I'll just skip that. I'll just go out and do this and get it done. And just maybe it'll feel better as I start walking. Well, I went out and walked. It was a beautiful day. I'm really glad I went out. I mean, the weather was gorgeous. I couldn't have asked for a nicer morning. It was like 65. There was no wind, maybe a little bit of a breeze, a cool breeze. The air was actually good quality. So I hope there doing great work fighting that Calder fire because the, the smoke last week has been terrible. But the air quality was really good. It was early enough that there wasn't that many people out. Really, it, it was a beautiful morning. I couldn't have asked for a better morning. I, I wish I could have been running it because that would have been fun. But I didn't. I went out and it did hurt. It didn't hurt a whole lot more. I mean... It kept hurting. It, it did, that didn't go away, but it didn't hurt more as I walked. It, it was kind of steady, kind of a steady pain. It sometimes it it got less, and then it would be a little bit more. And it was very steady. But I got it done. I walked. My course was I walked down Geary to Market, and then up to the Embarcadero, and then circled around the up the Embarcadero, and then back down. And that was my three miles. So I'm very, very happy I did it. Now I'm so sore. Now my hip is really sore and really mad at me. <laughs> so it really hurts now. <laughs> oh, well. But I, I I did that. I got it done. I had to do it. I had to do it for Rob. I couldn't pass it up. I had to do it. Well, that's like the only 
three miles. I'm going to, I'm going to walk until after my surgery. That's it. I can't do any more, but I did do it. So that is my race report. That would be cool. And I will put a picture of the medal and shirt when I get it, when it's sent to me, because those, those apparently will be shipped out. Um, now Beth had listened to my, oh, and I'll give, after I give Beth's little report here, I'll tell you where to give your race reports to. Beth wanted to share that she completed her one year of walking one mile a day. So for 365 days in a year, she has walked one mile. So bravo to Beth. Way to go. She's got a couple races coming up. She's training for one of them. She's training for a 50K. She's going to walk a 50K. So awesome. So go you, Beth. Woohoo. All right. Now, if you want to give me your race report, I would love to talk about it here. Um, give me what race you did, what distance, where it was, how it was, how many people, how the weather was like, how difficult it was. Did you enjoy it? Did you have a hard time? How'd you do? All that kind of fun stuff. Uh, you can email that to me at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And I would love to talk about it in Tales of the Trail. I think that would be a lot of fun. And we could just... I could just talk about your races um, coming up. All right. So that would be very cool. And that is Tales of the Trail. Well, that wraps up another week. And I truly appreciate you you know I do. Thank you so much. And if you want to see all the past episodes and everything about the show, you can go to Martha Runs the World at MarthaRunsWorld.com. <laughs> Sorry, I almost gave my email address again. That's MarthaRunsWorld.com. And if you want to email me anything, including your race report, you can at MarthaRunsWorld at gmail.com. If you want to Become a Patreon patron. Remember, there are extra episodes on Patreon just for patrons. You can also get merch if you give at the at certain levels. And that is also on the website. It would be awesome to have you as a patron. That would be very, very cool. And if you want to join our Facebook group, it's on Facebook. Martha Runs the World is the Facebook group. Please join us. It would be great to have more people in the group. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. Mm-hmm.